Ilkhotetum Atmet, Perek Yodbet. This 12th chapter will deal, 12th and 13 actually, will deal with the halachot of Ohel, and what makes the Ohel, uh, in as much as Ohel is relevant for Tumah, is one of the ways by which somebody receives Tumah, either by being under the same Ohel, being an Ohel, or being the Tumah, being an Ohel over that person. And the two concepts that are going to be competing in this chapter are the difference between Tum'are Susa and Ohel. As a refresher, we've said in prior chapters that when we have Tum'are Susa, then the Tum'ah has only two directions to go, up or down. It goes up ad infinitum, and it goes down ad infinitum until there is something that is possess on that Tum'ah. Um, that's called Boka'at Ve'ola, Boka'at Ve'oredit. So what's going to be at stake here is whether there is an Ohel, in which case the Ohel itself provides a Mechitzah, but at the same time it becomes another conduit to, to transfer the Tum'ah in various different ways, including Magah, or if there is no Ohel. And we had mentioned that for there to be an Ohel, one of the requirements is that there is a cubic space of air between the Tum'ah and the Ohel. So that's going to be the main, main, main point of this chapter. Have this in mind. Halakha Aleph. Tefach al tefach meruba al rum tefach meviet atum'ah vechoses bifnei atum'ah din Torah she'en karui ohel ela tefach al tefach berum tefach oyater al zeh. I kept referring to it as a cubic tefach. It's not really. It's a square tefach that also has a height of a tefach. We'll see how this makes a difference in a bit, but just bear with me. It's a square tefach that also has a height of a tefach then it has the ability to transfer Tum'ah through the Ohel. Also to separate between the Tum'ah and other things like the Ohel. And, and Ohel from the Torah is only going to be something that has this one Tefah, square Tefah with the height of a Tefah, depth of a Tefah. Kesad. Kazait min amet munach la'aver u'psidokelim kikol mechatim v'snerot v'chayose bahem. How so? So imagine a kazait of a dead person, which is obviously metameh, Ve'ohel, munach la'avir. It's it's uh, to the open air. Upsido kelim kigon mechatim besinot chatzvayim. And next to it, by it, there is some objects like uh, needles or some pipes or anything. Ve'ena nogaim batumah. They they are not touching the tumah itself. Im ha'ehil alehem ohel sheish botefach al tefach ve'agavu amal al estefach alazen avida tumah lakelim. If uh, that hovers over them an ohel, some, some kind of a, an awning, a covering that has this area of a tefach over a tefach, and it separates from the tum'ah at least one tefach. Harezim, sorry, not from the tum'ah, but from, from the surface on which the tum'ah is lying. That's what Rambam says here. This ohel is going to bring the tum'ah, transfer the tum'ah from the, the kazait bin hamet to onto that, those needles. And conversely, if the word Kelim were above this Ohel, the Ohel is now separating between them and it's preventing the Tum'ah from penetrating uh, above it and going to those Kelim. So now you understand that the Ohel not only transfers the Tum'ah, but also saves things outside it from getting the Tum'ah, and things above it 
from גלים זה טומאה. וכן אם הייתה טומאה על גבה וכלים תחתיו, הכלים טהורים שהאוהל חוסס בפני הטומאה. Also if the טומאה was on top of the אוהל, and the אוהל is underneath it, it can serve as a מחיצה also under the אוהל to prevent it from piercing through the ground and going in the downward direction to be מטמא whatever is under. היה האוהל פחות מרום טפח או פחות מטפח על טפח, אף על פי שהוא גבוה כמה טפחים, הכלים שבסד הטומאה טהורים, וכלים שלמעלה מן אוהל זה, כל שכנגד הטומאה טמא, מפני שהעילו הטומאה, ואין שם אוהל לחוס בפני הטומאה. If however the אוהל had less than a טפח, or the surface area was less than one טפח by one טפח, even, even if, it, if it separated, if it was a few tefachim away from the tum'ah. So now you see these two distinct and independent criteria. One is the area, one is the height. It's not exactly a cubic. That's not what matters here. So ha'kelim shebesada tum'ah tehorim, then it will not have transferred the tum'ah to those objects next to the tum'ah, even though there is something covering them. And things that are above this ohel, if they are directly above the tum'ah, they are going to become tamed. There's not going to be any mechitzah. Um, so, sorry, there's not going to be mechitza, and they, these kalim are going to have served themselves as the ohel on top of this tum'ah, and there is nothing separating, because this is not an ohel. וכן אם הייתה טומאה על גבי אוהל זה וכלים תחתיו, כל שכנגד הטומאה טמא, שהרי הטומאה האהילה עליהם, ואין שם אוהל שיחוס בפני הטומאה, שכל פחות מרום טפח כנגיעה הוא חשוב, וטומאה שתחתיו טומאה רסוסה היא כמו שביארנו. So too, if the Tum'ah was on top of this ohel, an ohel that doesn't have enough space between it and the floor, and then under it there is some kelim, there is some objects, so anything that's directly under the Tum'ah is going to be tamay, because the Tum'ah is going to be now the ohel on top of this kelim, and there is nothing separating between them, because if you do not have this height, this vacuum space of at least one tefah, it's considered as though it's touching, and that's called Tum'ah Resusa, which we already explained in Perek Zayin. So when we say that this ohel can be hot sets before the tum'ah, when it's not something that has the ability of becoming avatum'ah, namely a human being or some other objects. Because if they are objects, usable objects, or a human being, then they themselves are going to be avatum'ah, and there is no really hazitza because they themselves become now a source of tum'ah. Another way to look at it, which is the way Araman describes it, is that they do not function as a mechitza. Kesad, luach shayya munach al gabi arba'a b'ni adam al gabi arba'a kelim. אפילו כלי אבנים וכרסי בים מכלים שלם מן המטומאה. ואין צריך לומר אם היה מונח על ארבעה שיפודים או על ארבעה קנים שגבוהן טפח. והייתה טומאה וכלים תחתיו, הכלים טמאים. So, first example, there is some kind of a board, a לוח, that's standing on top of four כלים, and these כלים don't need to be מקבל טומאה themselves, or for human beings. And so this board is becoming an ohel on anything that's under it. And then you have this combination of tum'ah and next to it some kelim underneath this board. So uh, there, there's going to be an ohel and there's going to be a transfer of tum'ah. 
not to mention, of course, if the, the, the supports of this board were themselves actual kelim that are mekabelim tum'ah, so long as it has a height of at least a tefah. And moreover, if, if uh, on top of this board you have kalim even not directly above this sum'ah, because this board is serving as an ohel, and this is touching the ohel, the ohel is metameh b'maga, and those will become tameim as well. So too, if the tum'ah was on top of this board, and then there were some kalim under it, then because we, we see this unit, the board with the tum'ah as one thing, and now it's becoming an oil on top of the kalim, even if the kalim are not directly under the tum'ah, they're going to be tamayim. However, if this board was resting not on top of human beings or of objects of Kalim, but rather on top of animals or, or, uh, or just some boulders, some rocks, and then there was some tum'ah under, uh, on top of, uh, under it, sorry, then any keli on top of it is going to be tahor because the ohil is going to function as a mehtza. Bet, hayeta tum'ah al-kabah vare kol ha-kelim shetahtav tahorim, mipene shea ohil hoses lifnei ha-tum'ah, and so too, if the Tum'ah was on top of it, then any Kelly that is under it is going to be Tahor, because the Ohel is going to, to be separating between them and the Tum'ah. And just a side note on a certain kind of Kelim, we mentioned this as the kind of killing that do not receive tum'ah. Ba'im ba'midah. Ba'im ba'midah means that they are, that, that, that uh, we, we have explained that they are very, very large and they, they, they are not really the normal kind of keli because they are very, very large. It's like a, let's say, a bathtub. That's a kind of ba'im ba'midah. So if, if those are the ones serving themselves as an ohel, then they are like an ohel and not like kelim, and uh, and therefore they are going to separate between the tum'ah and anything under them or on top of them. Gimal, neser, shehu natun alpitan nur hadash ve'odef mikol sedadav befateh tefah ve'hayetat tum'ah tahat neser kelim shagabav tehorim. So we have another board here. And it's standing on top of a tandur. Tandur used to be a kind of a, a cubic shape um, sort of device that has a hole underneath. Otherwise, it's completely sealed. And then you light a fire inside it. It becomes very, very hot. It might have something with which to close it. The closest thing we know today is a brick oven from pizza stores. Um, but this used to be much smaller. That, that was a tandur. And so imagine that uh, this tanur has on top of it uh, a, a large board that is, 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 uh, is area is larger than the area of the tanur. So there is at least one tefah protruding to each direction. 
and then there is Tum'a under this tefah around next to the Tanur. So right by the Tanur there is, let's say, Kazait Min Hamet. Any keli that is on top of the Tanur, kelim she'al gabav tehorim, Tum'a gabav, kol ha-kelim she'tachtav tehorim. Mepenesh Tanur hadash, eno ke-kelim le'ainyan zeh. Sorry, I forgot to mention, this Tanur happens to be an unused Tanur. It was just built. So because the Tanur is just built, the nuance here is that it's not going to be considered a keli. Therefore, an ohel that's being supported by it is going to be like an ohel that's not supported by kelim. And therefore, it's going to serve as a mechitza and as well as, as an ohel. But if it was a Tanur that had been used, already, then everything is going to be Tameh. And, um, okay. Dalet. Neser shunatun al pishene tanurim, afilu yeshanim ve'odef mechusar tanur zem, mechusar tanur zem, ve'aitatum atahtav, ben shene tanurim, ben hem bilvad tameh, aval kelim shetachat shtea kesavot shechusar tanurim tehorim, shearehen kishne ohalim ze besad ze. Another uh, weird case. You have two tanurim, one next to the other. You have a board that is resting on top of both of them together. So we actually see this as if it were two ohalim adjacent to one another. So anything resting in between these two tanurim, it's going to have one ohel on top of it. Um, but on each side of the tanur, this, this now we see them as distinct ohalim. So something that is on, let's say, the right side of these two tanurim, if these two tanurim are aligned, then on one extreme of, under one extreme of the board, which has now both tanurim behind it, and then there is something on the other extreme, with both tanurim in front of it, these are not going to be seen as connected, they're going to be seen as two separate ohalim that do not transfer the tum'ah between one and the other. V'chen nesa shunatun al pitanur afilu yashan, v'yoste mize tefach umize tefach avalom min asidadim, v'tum'ah b'tzad zeh, so too, if the if the, the Nesser, this, this board, is on top of the Tanur, that is not protruding to all directions, but only to the sides, then the Tanur is going to separate between these two sides, and we're going to see it, see it as two separate Ohalim. Um, so ju just to, to, to clarify something in the last example, in the last example when we had one board over two tanurim, it also was the case that this board was not exceeding the tanurim from the front and the back, but just from the sides. In other words, it's a very long board, um, longer than the two tanurim put one next to another, next to one another, but it's not broad enough to exceed the actual breadth of each tanur. If it was, then we go back to Halacha Gimal. All right. Halacha He. Adam shenasa keli kegon mardea vechayosebo vehil tzada keli ha'echad al-tum'ah. Im haya bechifot tefach, af al-pishem berohbo el ha-rohav esba u-shlish, harazem et ha-me et ha-nosee, u-mevilo tum'ah mi-divrehem. Gazrua sheyesh bechifot tefach, mishum sheyesh berohbo tefach. Aval, אינו מביא את הטומאה לכלים שתחתיו וישאל אדם שיהיל עליהם ולטומאה עד שיהיה בו רוחב טפח. If a person is carrying on top of his head, which was a very common way of transportation in the olden days, so he's carrying something large over his head, and this something large exceeds 
the, the, the circumference of one's own body, um, and let's say one of the sides, let's say it's a big, it's a big, some, uh, it, it's it's a like a large basket. I'm going to change a little bit the example of Rambam just to make it easier to explain. So a person is carrying a large basket on top of his head, and then one of the sides of the basket is doing ohel on top of a kazait min So if it has if it has um, a, 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 um, a circumference of a tefah, even though it doesn't have an area of one tefah by one tefah, even though it's not a square tefah, it's much smaller, it's a, a third of it actually. If something has a circumference of one tefah, then you divide by pi. Um, so so uh, it's much less than, than one times one. It's one over 3.14. Um, but Midar there is a gezera that this should be considered as an ohel with respect to this person, but not with respect to anything else. So something very important, very relevant, the, the, the coffin in which a dead person is. So usually it would have a tefah, which is not a lot, between the body, the cadaver, and the roof of that coffin. So first point, it's not a kever. It's not a kever because it's not permanent, we've explained. We also mentioned that it's really hard to understand exactly what a kever is, and it's never clearly defined. But an aron is not a kever. It's too, it's too mobile. It's, too, uh, it's meant to, to really, it's, it's, it's more like something that can be opened and closed. Not that it, anyone intends to open it and close it, but it's built in that way, as opposed to a kever, which is built in a sealed way. And so it would be the case that Minha Torah, because it has a tefah between the cadaver and the roof, the roof would be an ohel and will be hoses. And somebody stepping on top of it would not become tameh. Minha Torah. But even though, even though uh, this is the case with most Aronot, and most Aronot should be hoses, Hachamim Gazru, that all the Aronot should not be hoses, because there is some Aronot that don't have a tefah. And therefore, Midrabanan, um, anyone walking over an Aron, it's as if they are touching the cadaver itself. And now we go into a little bit of geometry. <coughs> there is now a beam of wood between two walls, and right under the beam of wood there is a piece of tum'ah. So if there is within this beam, in the length of this beam, there is one area anywhere that has at least an area of one tefah by one tefah, and the entire beam, even those areas that are narrower than one tefah, are going to be an ohel, and anything under it is going to be uh, is going to become tameh or or be metameh other things. 
If, however, the entire length of the beam is so that it doesn't have any area that is at least one tefah by one tefah, then it's not an ohel, and when it's not an ohel, the rule is tum'ah bukad ve'olah, tum'ah bukad ve'oled, tum'ah has only two directions to go, it's going to go up, it's going to go down, this is not going to stable tum'ah either. Kama tefah, now a little bit of, of, um, of geometry. So if you measure the, the, the girth of, of this beam, like you take a string, you tie it around it to see to see how how uh, what the circumference is. How long should that string be so that you know that it has at least a tefah by a tefah? So if it is cylindrical, then three tefahim. Three tefahim is an approximation. Rambam explains that Chachamim always approximated pi to three, even though it's three fourteen, three fourteen twenty seven. They approximated it to three, and which is which is fine for real-world um, applications. And as we know, halacha is not science. Kazait is not an exact measure. It's all approximations. We are all mostly concerned with how a human being experiences it. So as far as humans are concerned, three is the same as 3.14 when you're when you're approximating it that way. So if if it if it has a circumference of three, then it will have a width of one, a diameter of one. And if it is, uh, if it has a, a cubic shape, then it's going to have to be four because each side is one. Chet se'ashe imutar sidah ba'aver enah meviyata tumatachat kulla atsheye bekefa arba'at tefachim mechitza bekeru. Se'a is some container, so it's a cylindrical container that is lying on its side under nothing, ba'aver, in open air, then in order for it to bring the tum'ah, it will have to have um, it will have to have a, a circumference of four tefahim and a half. Why? Why four tefahim and a half? Because if it has four tefahim and a half, then there is going to be um, uh, the height is going to be the diameter is going to be one and a half tefahim. That's going to be the diameter one and a half. And and so that so now under its sides. At, at, at the highest, at the highest part, right? So if you take exactly the side of this cylinder, um, which has a diameter of one and a half, uh, you're going to have 0.75 tefahim. So that, um, even if it is above the ground half a tefah, then, then it's going to bring the tum'ah because there's going to be an area that has at least one by one with a height of one. And I'm looking here at an illustration which makes it very easy to follow and I suggest you do the same if you really want to understand this halakha. And now a little more difficult to explain. Remember, before 24 tefahim, 
So too, if you have a column that fell from a building, let's say, uh, and and uh, and it's now lying on the ground, then you want to find an area under one of its sides. So the center of it is touching the ground, right? And then you have uh, each side, the curve on each side, which leads until the half of the diameter that creates some sort of a curved roof on top of anything that's under it. So how, what should the circumference be of this cylinder, of this, of this column, so that under each of the sides you have at least one by one by one? That's what we are trying to figure out here to solve for. So we need to have a circumference of 24 tefahim, which is going to mean a radius of about 4 tefahim, which is going to mean that if you take from the, uh, if you take uh, their, their sides, you could create a little cube of one by one by one directly under, uh, and entirely under one of the sides of this cylinder. And if it doesn't have this 24 tefachim, then the tum'a is going to not be stopped by anything. It's going to be go up and or go down. Hit. is making a mathematical statement here. They said 24 because for hachamim, the, the the rule is for a circumference of three, the radius is going to be one. Uh, the 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 diameter is going to be one. Sorry. And one more thing, diagonal also. Although they knew the Pythagoras theorem, they also approximated that, and they said that one by one tefachim is going to have a diagonal. Of one and two fifths, which is not exact, but it's close enough. And Abam has a drawing, and he expl explains what we just explained before, and he drops a note there, which I think is unbelievably important for us to remember, because all of these things are approximations, and it's a very good reminder, generally in halacha. Halakha is not about exact sciences. We are not trying to, God doesn't have a magic formula that, that he reveals to us, and we have to, 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 to match exactly the, the right portion and the right formula to the millimeter, or else we don't get the heavenly points. No, it's about the intention, it's about approximation, it's about reason, it's about acting as humans act. So we have these general guidelines, which are sufficiently detailed, and they have gotten detailed and more detailed over time. I'm sure that in the times of Yoshua bin Nun, they were even less detailed than we are with these approximations, but it's really not for, for going crazy about it, and definitely Achamim should not walk around with rulers and with scales to try to find the, the perfect Zayit or the perfect Kabesah or anything of that sort.